Welcome, everybody, to the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, D.B. Richards, alongside my sweet referee, Dave Keener. Oh, hey. What's going on, buddy? Well, that was weird. Why? I don't know. <laughs> it's because we recorded it? Yeah, it was all pre-recorded, but still. <laughs> I think it's funny just to it record is. it, and I don't have to, like, go crazy anymore. So I, I like having first-timers on the show, people coming up. People that I really don't know, even though I've been doing this for a long time. So we have a first timer on today. He's a ring announcer out Midwest, out in Denver area. And his name is JV Vernola. Did I get that right? Yes. Yes, sir, you did. You got it right. All right. Cool. Oh, awesome. Welcome to the show. So uh, thanks for having me. You're welcome. He is my sweet tea referee. <laughs> Dude, we, we were at a show. I'm not sure as to when this is going to air. So the show was May 1st in Marietta, Delaware. And uh, I'm getting to the ring and all I hear him doing is chanting sweet tea and he gets the 200 people that are in the crowd to chant it as well. <laughs> and, so awesome. and Did they know why they're chanting it? I have <laughs> no clue. Probably <laughs> not. And I get in the ring and the ring announcer goes, what are they saying? I'm like, it's getting me over. <laughs> and he just turns around and laughs and shakes his head. Uh, see, that's why I like to have fun. Yep. yep. Uh. <clears throat> so uh, let's get let's get into this. Um, you're out in mid um, the Midwest, Midwest, Denver um, area. So yeah, how did Rocky you... Mountains? Rocky Mountain High, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocky Mountain Way. Uh, John Denver. <laughs> Joe Walsh. Yeah, John Denver. Joe Walsh. <laughs> oh, this is this is fun. Let's keep on naming. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So I want to know how did you get started in wrestling? Um, I got started in wrestling. This is probably a longer story than it should be. I've been watching since I was about three years old. Um, I was a teenager right around the time that the Monday Night Wars were picking up. And Rey Mysterio was a guy that was about my size. So I thought I thought that was something I'd be able to do. Realized later that I didn't quite have the uh, athletic genetics for it. But um, there was it was always like since I was about 12 or so I'd always wanted to get into the industry I joined the Navy when I was about 19 20 years old got out of the Navy uh, with a whole bunch of broadcasting stuff under my belt um, wound up at a school in Vegas in 2008 or so, uh, the owner of the school there was um, basically trying to act like a booking agent and was trying to take like money off his students when they got booked. So I got the hell out of there. And I wound up in FSW in Vegas in like 2009, 2010. And it's uh, just kind of been pedal to the metal since then. Uh, it, just, it was something I always wanted to do, luckily being in Vegas. I guess there were uh, there were always there were always options like uh, Yokozuna had a school out there with the Godfather even, uh, back in the uh, late nineties early two thousands and stuff so it, it just kind of right place right time and I had nothing else going on so I finally so I went after it so I want to say this right now welcome home thank you for your service and everything else oh thank you you're welcome it's like we always have to do this because I know my dad came home from. Vietnam. And, My dad too. God rest. And nobody, nobody said welcome home, and everybody shitted on everybody. So it's like we're we supposed mm-hmm. to be Americans. We should be <laughs> together and say mm-hmm. 
Thank you. Welcome home. Are, are you going to go into seeing American Soldier by Toby Keith? No, not yet. Okay. But <laughs> maybe later. But uh, I, I appreciate that. And luckily, I haven't. I've never had too much uh, negative blowback for my uh, naval service. So yeah, That's one good. of one of my uh, best friends is in the Marines Reserve. So hoorah. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you have any mentors in the business? Um, I've been lucky to have a couple mentors. Uh, when I was at um when I was at FSW, I was able to learn a lot from Mike Modest while I was there. I don't know if it was necessarily a mentor role, but I learned a lot from him. Um, I've been, I was lucky enough while I was working for a championship from Arizona and championship from Hollywood to uh, learn quite, yeah, uh, they weren't in NWA uh, prop um, territory at that point. This was after uh, the whole um, seven levels of hate falling out and the Bruce stuff thing and everything mm. but um i i was lucky enough uh during that time to uh learn a lot and work with uh justin roberts at the time i learned so much from dave marquez uh while i was while i was in hollywood and arizona just so much from dave um matt striker uh was Matt's the guy that took me guy. under his wing matt is so cool matt is uh, awesome i i met matt I was, when he was first coming up like i was ring announcer for PWF over here in Pottstown, and he was on the show, so I'm like, who the heck is this guy? And then three years later, I see him on WWE, I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> I'm yeah. very sorry, we didn't introduce our, uh, our, our ben factor over here. He asked the question, I'm like, oh, we forgot to introduce him. <laughs> Where'd that third voice come from? Where did that come yeah. from? So, but there's four of us in this room. Um, we got George. Uh, he's nobody. Honestly. No, he's just a uh, he guy. just He just sits there. And he, he, <laughs> just does, he might bring up some facts, but... He, he's the side piece. But, oh, boy. Gotcha, gotcha. But Brian is moving on up, and we want him to be... Brian's our money guy. We want, yeah, he's gotcha. our money guy, and... We want him to get into this more and ask some questions. And yeah, I'm he's getting the used to it. I'm if the guy Dave, behind the board. If me or Dave can't do it, but I'm never going to Right, because I'm always doing something, whether refing or security or something. I'm going to bring Brian in because Brian's yeah. doing excellent. Yeah, I'm doing but all right. Brian actually wants to train to be a ref, so. We'll see about that. Oh, i got to get back cool. into shape. Yeah. <laughs> so that leads into my quest. We were talking about announcers and everything else, and I've been a wrestling fan since 84, 83, and my favorite announcer growing up, and no, it's not Joey Styles, was a guy named Lance Russell. And oh, yeah, Lance say, is great. Right, and I had to introduce these guys to who Lance Russell was. and like, oh, No, 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 these guys. Okay. And I was like, oh, wow. I'm like, so... That leads into the question, who is your favorite announcer? Um, if we're going, like, commentary announcer like that, um, Lance Russell and Gord Soley are really high up there for me. Uh, I'd probably go with Gord. Um, I was, so, like, looking back and watching the territory stuff, uh, I, I like the way that David said, even though he wasn't, he wasn't always the greatest with, he was saying he, he at least had command, but I'd probably have to go with Gord Soley or Lance Russell. Question. Um, Can you say well, who was that other person? Who was the, I heard like a Dave or something like that. It was uh, David Crockett. Oh, okay. From, uh, okay. 
Yeah, from the Saturday night, the uh, right. 605. Yeah, yeah, we got a little... Like, yeah, got a little... <clears throat> like, what like, like there's announcers that I listen to growing up mm-hmm. and everything. It was Gordon Sully, Corey Macklin, uh, yeah. Lance Russell, all those guys from, like, down south, and, like, nobody realized who they are. Like, I went to this bookstore yesterday, and I bought the Jim Ross Black Hat book, and mm-hmm. my girlfriend goes, it says J.R., is that about the guy from Dynasty? I'm like, no. You mean Dallas? Dallas, yeah. Okay. I'm like, no. My girlfriend's not a fan, so it just... She went right. to her first show on May 1st, so... Okay. But my favorite announcer is Joey Styles because... I am a but ACW. the really cool thing about Joey Styles was he's the only man to ever announce a full show or any show by, by himself. himself. Yes. Yeah. He was the first guy to ever do that. And he got pissed off yeah. when they put somebody on there. With right. He said, I can do this shit by myself. Do you think I want somebody else next to me? Fuck that. No. Those were his exact words. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> but for, for I, I'm always in love with Crow Monsoon and Bobby Heenan together. Love them. Oh yeah. No, I, them. I was I was a big Jesse fan. Um Jesse obviously too. I like Joey Styles too. Yeah. Piper. So, Piper. So. Oh Piper. Oh dude, you remember ah, Piper's good. We never we never talk about this no. when Jake Jake the Snake Roberts and um Randy Savage in the ring and the snake and all that. <laughs> did you see Piper and going, Oh my gosh. The favorite one with Piper was Survivor Series 90. Okay. With the Gooba Gobbly Gook or whatever. And he <laughs> yeah. opens it up and he's like, we're going to make Saddam Hussein paint through the nose. But yeah. if, if we're talking announcers now, I, I would can't have... can't find anybody. Yeah, I can find one. It's a good friend of ours. David Adams. Oh, David Adams, yes. David but, Adams like, is probably one of the best now. I, I He's great. Yes. But he's not booked. He's booked in Titan. Yeah, wrestling but he did he did uh, House of Hardcore and he did Impact and he did all those. But well, he does announcing and commentating. He does yes. a little bit of everything. He, right. should, he should get yeah, his own. Yeah. He should get his own time, dude. He's amazing. We, the, the the announcers in this area now are, are great. Shane Peterson, Ryan Peterson, Ryan Peterson, get that Ryan Peterson. His name is up right there. His autograph. <laughs> Ryan Peterson, Shane Fair, David Adams here. <laughs> That's an inside joke. <laughs> no, David David Adams says David Adams here all the time. All the time. That's his little That's stick. his stick, his spiel. Yeah. It? And and, and like we ribbed on Ryan Peterson because I <laughs> that's what I do. I rib people all the time. They so, call us the Waldorf and Statler I'm of wrestling. One. I'm the fat one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I'm wearing, the, I'm wearing the Muppet Always shirt. Always wearing now. the Muppet shirt. Like two o'clock in the morning coming home from a show, he's blasting the Muppet songs. Yes. So speaking of ribs, have you been part of a rib or a prank? Uh-uh. I mean, are they barbecue? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I've been part of a couple ribs and pranks. I usually get them pulled on me more than I uh, get, more than I'm part of them. Um, the last one I can think of, there was a, uh, there's a promotion down in Colorado Springs and they had this basically cash in the case, money in the bank, whatever you wanted. They called it the Colorado cash in. And it originally was in a briefcase. Well, the promoter left the briefcase at the show one night, which, <laughs> yeah. So I, I immediately see this briefcase. I grab it. I put it in my car. Uh, it takes him, it takes the promoter a couple of days to realize that he doesn't know what happened with the case so he starts asking around like what happened what happened and so i put up i make a facebook page 
for the briefcase. And I'm like going to liquor stores with it and taking <laughs> pictures of it, buying beer and all this and just like, and like basically turning it into a game. Like, have you seen this case? Have you seen this? And so it eventually got to the point where, where the guy's like, I'm changing it to a credit card anyway. And then I finally had, all right, here's your briefcase. Damn. So you were doing the Undertaker '94, oh yes. SummerSlam. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> just like we were talking about that last like, night too. We were talking about <laughs> that last night. There's a wrestler in um, Delaware named Hobo Harry. Awesome character. I I fall in love with characters. If you're a great character, I'm gonna fall in love with you, and I'm gonna be supporting you, and I'm gonna do whatever I, I can. I wanted one of the um, chants I um, said uh, was um, save the homeless chant. I did a save homeless chant and got the fans behind me on that. <laughs> uh, it's, it's great, you know what I mean? But um, he took the world title and he walked in the back. And I was like, dude, they need to do like little little stories of him like with the title going places. Oh, my gosh. Right. Be great. Yeah. But they're not going to do it because they don't listen to me. So just have him sitting by a trash can. With Next to the trash can with a sign said, um, having a little tin out there and people dropping money in there. Yeah. Be great. Right. Like I told oh, him, man. I told him a while back, I said, like, you need a can and walk around and ask the fans for money. And he's And doing that's it. what he's been doing. And it's great. He got like 10 bucks last night from fans. Yeah. And Hell it's, yeah. It's awesome. Like I gave him an idea like a while back. And he's using it. I'm so happy about it. So I want to get into another question right now. Um, best advice you got ever given? Like Corey Castle gave us a great advice recently. It was like, don't be 12. So um, do you have any best advice you've been given? Uh, it was basically the same piece of advice that I got from two different people. Um, it was my, I was getting ready to call my first set of matches and I was, I think I had like tweeted Jim Ross, like call my first matches, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my way to being Jim Ross or something like that is stupid, marky green boy stuff. But he, uh, wound up replying some words of encouragement. And then I got like a message from him basically telling me, don't try to be the next me, try to be the first you. And kind of like um, what The Rock said in the movie. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like what The Rock said in the movie. And then um, years later, I basically got the same piece of advice when I was working with Justin Roberts because I said, oh, well, how can I do it? How do you do this? How do you do He's like, don't worry about how I do it. I can give you, you know, pointers and stuff, but do it how you do things how you would do it, like the way it comes naturally to you. So basically it was just kind of a follow my gut thing. Don't try to emulate anyone. Try to like, you can take elements you like from people and make it your own, but don't try to be anyone else other than yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like how we are doing with our Dave pictures. Right. And you know what? People like it. It's over. So I go by DB Richards on the show, but my first name is Dave. Oh, you broke. Oh, I did. Oh, 
Broke up. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay because I people can call me Dave. It doesn't matter. Right. But it's I mean, we're known it's as, when we go out and about. We're known as the Daves, the and Daves. and it's funny because we were at House of Hardcore last weekend, but, or two weeks ago, and people are starting to know who we are. Yeah, but like the whole thing, like, oh, dude, let's find Daves, and we we're trying to get pictures with Dave. It was like we got four people taking a picture with David Arquette. Funny as that. Right, and th- this all stemmed from David Arquette. Yes. That's where this idea so, came from. So I was like, I got tired looking for Daves because I was like. This is going to be hard finding Dave's and taking pictures with him. So I was like, oh, name tags. My name's Dave. Started putting on people and just taking pictures. Oh, my gosh. People love it. People want to be in the Dave pictures. You yeah, know wrestlers, yeah. fans, everybody. Everybody. It's great. It's like. That good. is. So that's what we do. Like, I love comedy. So I'm going to do whatever to try to be funny. You know what I mean? And stupid. Yeah, I, yeah, I totally get it. So, like, people know who I am. So I'm going to cheer. I'm going to boo. I'm going to mess with wrestlers. I'm going to do everything. And at the end of the day, I hope they know I'm trying to get them over. And I'm, I'm just having fun. Like you're getting me over? Yes, yeah, sweetie. <laughs> All right, moving on. So Moving right along. So I'm bringing up a new question because, like, somebody wrote it on Facebook. And I was like, Paying your dues. What does that mean to you about paying your dues to anybody out there listening? Um, it's it, paying dues is, is can be different for everyone else. For me, it was I knew a lot about I knew about video editing. I did public affairs, journalism, all that stuff in the Navy. And then when I got out, I got my degree in broadcasting, uh, journalism, and media studies. So like, uh, my, I know how to edit video. I was able to help the company out with that because there was no one else there that was really at my level at that time so I was able to help out with uh, editing matches cutting them up uh, things like that I was um, so I was helping to pay dues that way obviously there's the whole uh, ring crew thing helping with uh, set up and tear down especially if you're a young boy and green in the game if um, uh, be ready if you've got dependable wheels and everything be ready to put in a lot of miles um, and just say like, just be there be there for the boys and stuff uh, be ready to set up um, set up and tear down rings it's a lot of grunt work uh, some of it is definitely getting a lot of shit thrown your way but at the same time it's not like carrying a vet's bag as far as I'm concerned it's not carrying a vet's bags just to be paying dues if you want to if you see someone hurting and you want to carry their bags as a favor to them or something that's one thing but like it's not like hey green you carry my bags that that bullshit that's not paying your dues no. that's that's someone. like bullying. That, that's your yeah. bullying your people. Yeah, that so that's you, bullying. That's someone trying to pull a card. And but yeah, and excuse me if I shouldn't have been dropping uh, the BS. But you can say whatever you want. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. I mean, I'm, I I was born Dude, on Lo- I was born on Long Island. I grew there you up go. in All Vegas. Right. Right. I was gonna say yeah. we're right outside of Philadelphia. Say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Wait, so, wait, wait, I mean, can I, I'm a, 
Wait, can I say something? Uh, I, I've been doing this for a long time, okay? Yeah. I still go to shows and ask them. I'll put my bag in the back and go, what do you need help with? And he's like, but you've been, I'm like, I don't care. Like, we went into the show up in North Jersey, and the one guy, Charlie's like, but your podcast. I'm like, Charlie, you know me. You know I do other things besides the podcast, and you know me. He's like, yeah. I'm like, what do you need help with? He's like, go help the ring. I'm like, okay. I'm like, come on, guys. Let's go help the ring. Yeah, exactly. I, I, and like, now... I kind of uh, now when I run stuff, I help run things up uh, up here, Primos up here in Denver. Usually, all I got to do is help set up the audio and stuff because no one else really knows how to do it, and then I'll get the cameras set up. But like, it's it's the same thing. I, I'll have it. I'm usually looking for something to do, even though it's like 12 years in at this point. Yeah, it's awesome you have that background. I'm about 20. So my opinion about <laughs> yeah. it too. I don't care how old you are and how long you're in the business. You should still mm -hmm. try to help out mm -hmm. setting up. Yeah, taking down because that promoter paid your bills. Right. And I don't care if they. And you're getting fed too, usually. Yeah. So I think right, you should right. help if you should come early mm -hmm. and set up or leave and stay and finish. Whatever. You can do right. one of Do one. Yeah, we, yeah. We were there for, uh, what, a three o'clock show, four o'clock show. We were there at 10 a.m. to help them. Oh, yeah. And then they asked, why are you helping them? We're like, because why we not? Because we support you mm -hmm. and we care. We're, we're out here helping out. We've got all our broadcast stuff and we're helping you guys out. Yeah, helping out set up the scaffolding for the scaffolding the match. Scaffolding, that was fun. We, we set up the <laughs> ring. Um... Like, they literally sit there and talk to legends like Tony Atlas and Dan Mav. And just stand, and then the new guys coming up. That are, it's pretty cool to sit there. And it helps us make the connections with right. the wrestlers and the other people in the industry, too, so we can bring them on the podcast. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah. Yo, yeah, if you're ever networking. in the East Coast, if you're ever in the East Coast area, tell us. We'll hang out with you and have fun. Yeah, we'll tell you the best places definitely, to go. Definitely, definitely. I, uh, well, one of my buddies, um, one of my old roommates actually lives out that way. He's working for uh, Danny Cage at the Monster Factory now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We go to Monster pa Factory. Oh, really? Sometimes. Nice. But I want to bring into the well, question. Wait a minute. Who do you know from the Monster Factory? You know. Um, Danny Cage. Uh, oh, Danny? I said Danny Cage. Yeah. No, no, I, I meant Danny. It's um, no. Uh, my old roommate is. Uh, I think he's wrestling as Michelle, Michelle. or he's uh, like the undead dude. Uh, he's undead girl in the dress. I think I know who you're talking about, and I can't think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know uh, you're talking about. Girl on Impact. No, 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 no. That's too young. But um. Yeah, I think no, I know. No, Jimmy it's Jacobs. It's what Jimmy Jacobs wears in the ring now. <laughs> Yeah, he, he nah, right. Uh, yeah, he's. Um, I'll have to. I'll send you guys a picture uh, after we're done here and everything. You'll probably know him when you see him. I know uh, Carl Martin's managing him, or I thought he was. Okay, I don't okay. know. The um, so, so I was the uh, he wrestled one of the TCW shows. It was the Drive and Brawl one. He was on one of them shows. I do remember watching that, and he was on that one. Okay, okay. You, you okay. know his name? Are you looking? Man, Michelle. Up? I remember the name. <clears throat> oh, oh, okay. You remember the name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, the name yeah, sounds yeah. familiar. I just had to see the picture. And Dave's looking at it. Right, up. right. So, Michelle. Uh, yeah, he was wrestling as Michelle. His name is Mike Dobbs, but. Oh. Delight. Yeah, I think I follow Mike Dobbs on um, Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I follow him. Oh, yeah, you'll definitely see him on Facebook. Yeah, I, I follow him. I talked to him a couple times. He's a cool dude. I, I need to get him on. So Yeah, definitely. So what happened at the Monster Factory a couple of months ago? Um, there, was, there was a promoter um, named Colin West. Yeah. 
that had a background check came out from nowhere that he was a child molester and he never told anybody about it or anything and he just didn't give a crap. We have a bunch of um, interviews with a bunch of wrestlers already pissed off about that. So do you believe in wrestling should have background checks and wrestling um, IDs or whatever? It's, uh, yeah, it's becoming, it's becoming a, uh, all, it's happening all too often where these guys are getting found out way too long after the fact where, I mean, it's background checks are definitely a necessity, but at the same time, not every um, level of sex crime is the same. And I'm trying to dance. I'm trying to dance a very fine line here and I'm probably going to wind up stepping on a landmark, but like there's there's something different. There's something different when it's like a guy that's like 18 or 19 and his girlfriend is 17 and his girlfriend's father has a problem with it and decides to call the cops that's technically a sex crime that could come up on a background check that 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 is much different than someone being a pedophile a pederast a choma whatever you want to call it and you know so like there's definitely a fine there's definitely a line that needs to be uh, there's more gray area to it than just oh if you're an offender get the fuck out and i mean if you're if you've done heinous shit then yeah get it get out, get the fuck out. There's no place for you. But at the same time, there, there's other things like that. Or you got drunk one night in college and went streaking and, you to know, like, <laughs> and, yeah, it went streaking through the quads and stuff. <laughs> you know, there's like, so it, all depends, it all depends on what the crime was. And at the same time, I'm not going to say that no one is incapable of rehabilitation, but at the same time, like, rehabilitate yourself out elsewhere. And then if the state says you don't have to register or anything like that, then, you know, maybe we can talk, but it, it just, it, it, there's different levels. It's shades of gray, but yes, long story short, uh, there should be some kind of self-policing yourself or some kind of background check. And it shouldn't just come up when you're suspicious of someone. I agree with you. Um, I totally agree with you. Um, there is a lot of, lot of ideas on what are you doing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put Wait, my how many shades of gray was it? Was it 15? Yeah, 15. Okay, just checking. So, like, there's stories that you hear, like, um, guy dated somebody young and um they got married to have kids but he still has a child molesting charge i don't have a child molesting charge hang on let me tell you a story when i first met my ex-wife the mother of my kids i was 19 she was 15 okay no i was Mm -hmm. yeah i was 19 she was 15 so her parents were okay with it and everything else but there was nothing we didn't do anything everything was mutual i got two kids Mm -hmm. out of it and here i am divorced but Still, back then, there really wasn't any of this bullshit that's going on now. No. Right. You know what I mean? We're we're talking 99, 2000, that area. Yeah. Things were Mm -hmm. different back then. And, I mean, my kids are now 16 and 18, so completely different back then. Oh, yeah. Uh, See, if it's so weird. If you're going down the street and you you take a piss in front of the house or something like that, you're near a school, you become a sex offender. 
What do you do behind the house? I don't know. I bet you'll get hit too. And you're near but the there's so much rules. Like you're like, I don't get. You know what I mean? But like, if you're a wrestler, it's like, oh, I got charged for this, this, and this. I think people should listen and go, okay, you're not a child molester. You're just in the wrong place, the wrong time. But you got charged for some bullshit. Right. Right. So yeah, I, I believe there should be fixed in that whole thing because i i remember listening to a story guy married somebody young and they have kids he can't go out halloween with his kids get candy because he has a charge that's stupid that is stupid i think it needs to be fixed but if you yeah. see something more than that for a charge like that it's the parents didn't like him you know what i mean mm. so this was in a, in a newspaper and i was like Damn, that's horrible. I feel bad for the guy. But yeah. Then, but there should be different things. If you're caught on computers with child porn, you should be caught. I'm yeah, not going, I'm not going to RF video. Um, what? What did I say? Something wrong? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. I, I just he gets me. I, I'm sorry. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh uh, no, I, I get it. Yeah. So okay, George Luxon. He's best friends with him. That's because his girlfriend lives in Texas. Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Story for another day. So that's maybe. my that's my opinion about that whole thing. But I think people should tell promoters, wrestlers, hey, this is what happened. I have a charge. It's like if you murder somebody, I don't want you in the business. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but who's going to talk yeah. about that? <laughs> They're not going to be like, oh, yeah, I murdered well, somebody. I guess I'm out. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> At least you're my podcasters. <laughs> for now. For now. You're murderous. So, yes. We're going to go into this next segment because Dave's like, oh my gosh, I want to do this right now. And I'm like, oh, okay, let's do this. So, it's called Five Questions of Doom. Are you ready? Okay. So, I am ready. Okay. These are questions. We're going to have some fun. There are nine wrestling questions. Okay. So, um, okay. I'm going to make sure if he knows what buttons what. Okay, cool. So Dave likes to do his voiceover because he well, you, is you an like actor my voiceover. from yeah, I'm an actor. Bates Motel in Glen Mills, <laughs> Pennsylvania. I want fifty dollars every time I say that. Get that money. Yeah, it's forty four ninety five. Forty four ninety five. Yes. We need to make money somehow. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the five questions. Of doom. Question number one. Rabbit season or duck season? Rabbit season. Duck season. <laughs> Rabbit season. Duck season. Duck season. Rabbit season. Oh. Fire. Fire. <laughs> Rabbit season. Uh, Glad he played along. I love it. I love All right. it. I love it when wait, wait, wait. Should I change up the voice? No, do, okay. do your voice. Do your voice. Go okay. Ahead Question number two. First concert attended. Oh man, um, it was a B-52s concert at the MGM. I was in fifth grade. Uh, some friends of my dad were the opening act, so we got to uh, go backstage and stuff, and that was like the first concert I attended. Who were the friends of your dad? Uh, Royal Crown Review. A, uh, they're a uh, swing band, like New Wave Yeah, they're swing. like a ska band, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did uh, Hey Pachuco on the uh, mask. Yeah. 
You're yeah, a Sky fan, DB. Come on, you don't know who they are? You ever see the movie The Mask? Yeah. Where he's dancing. Gotcha, yeah. One, two, three. Hey, Pachuco. You know what song I'm talking about? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Right. I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, I'm just checking. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready for the next yep, yep. one. Question number three. If you can, what decade do you want to live in? What decade do I want to live in? Oh, man, I'm really happy with the one I'm in right now, other than, like, you know, the pandemic stuff. But, like, I have all the cool stuff from, like, the 50s, 60s, and 70s that I like listening to. I like watching and stuff. And then I have, like, the cool technology and stuff like my MacBook and my PlayStation 4 because, like, I can't imagine living without those things. Like, I'm inclined to say the 70s or 80s, but then it's like, well, shit, I don't have my PlayStation. That is good. That is good. Question number four. Astro or Dino? Droopy Dog. Oh, Astro. <laughs> I, I'm I'm a bigger fan of Astro. <laughs> they don't have a PlayStation 4 in that show. You think they did, would? Did though? you come up with that question because of the Flintstones meet the Jetsons movie? Yes. One of my favorite. Oh, man, that's a classic. Yeah, I know. Side note, I love the, like, the cartoon movies, like, Alvin the Chipmunks when like the the chipmunks meet Frankenstein type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, but no, the one I'm talking about, they were going at the diamonds and money and oh, the that. movie, the original the movie, yeah, the, the actual movie. movie. Yeah, that one I love. I love the Care Bear movies. With Care Bear Countdown. Care Bear t- movie two is so much better than the first one. Is that like Highlander two was better than the first one? Sure, whatever. <laughs> I, dude, I love all the Scooby Doo movies, dude. You I, know, you know what mine was. Do you remember the the Hanna Barbera Racers show? Oh yeah, dude. Yes. What, yes, yes. Uh, wow, the young kid gets it. Yes, Wacky Racers. Right. Yes. I still watch them on Boomerang Network. Oh, great show. You can, plug, plug, you plug. Can pay for five ninety nine or something like that. Yeah, I have it on my yeah, show yeah. Max. Classic. Yeah, right. I got it on Max too. You want to do this one? Okay, he picked it. Question number five. Okay, um, <laughs> if you're on the road, you get you see like all these restaurants like McDonald's or Burger King. Which one do you like? Subway. Uh, Don't oh say. man, it, if there's a bunch of them, we're probably gonna pick either Subway. Um, sometimes it'll be Arby's, but usually, usually it's the Subway. Or it all depends on how early in the morning it is. If McDonald's is still serving breakfast, mm-hmm. then we all and then we get our McGriddle on, like Rapungi Nights. Rather, let me tell you, the night <laughs> after a show, like I want to get my grease on. Yeah, um, Waffle House is a uh, very common stop. There's uh, there's definitely a lot of Waffle House in the Southwest and around here, so uh, we'll hit those up. Usually when um, we're doing MCW or something like that and coming back mm-hmm. from Maryland we'll hit Waffle House like last night we hit B-dubs and I, yeah I we hit Waffle Buffalo Wild, Wild Wings a lot at least when right. I go with you guys we did it last night I am a diner whore so I'm like you're, you're just a yeah. whore in general because my, oh whole, my whole thing is in the Delco area if you don't have Scrapple I'm not going in there because I get pissed yeah. off in life I love Scrapple it's Denny's life. didn't have Scrapple I know no. I was a little bit upset about that I didn't upset. want to be there but they didn't have SOS either yeah that's Oh, shit on the shingle. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. See, now you want to try something really good? If you can get a hold of Scrapple, get the Scrapple. Put, put the shit on the shingle on top. And don't do the toast. Do the Scrapple with the SOS. So much better. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. I'll have to keep that one in mind. Dude, that's the one. I I do that. This is what I do. And 
Dave, and Dave loved it. I was like, don't do the bread. I, I made SOS the one morning. They came early. Mm-hmm. And the other two were like, yeah. Yeah. They're like, what the hell are you eating scrap before? You uh, Delaware right. people, you don't understand good things. Well, me and George Darn. I'll give you some grits. Grapple. Would that be SOS better? I can do. <laughs> Brian, I'll give you some grits. Would that be better? No. Ooh, I'm not a grip fan. No. Nah. Just give me some scrambled eggs and some sausage. Bacon. <laughs> right. And bacon, yeah. And he likes the sausage. And, and this you is like how the you sausage, Brian? Right? Oh, sausage is good. Oh, right that one. oh, boy, yeah. George likes strudel. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my gosh. I feel so bad right now. You already are. Oh, gosh. So, yeah. But, yeah, this is how you know I was. Uh, I came up on the West Coast, too, because if it's before 1.30 and I'm in Utah, we're stopping it in and out. Okay, oh. okay. Apparently, they're coming to Philadelphia. Oh, really? Oh, my yep. God. They're oh, supposed to be coming to Center is- City. I still need to try that out the wall burgers. Wall burgers? Landing City trip. We can do that. No, they're in Philly. Yeah, I know, but it's in Center City. Yeah. And you don't want to drive in the Center City. In Landing City, we can park at the showboat and go walk. Next next trip. Next trip, yeah. July. Anyway, let's get back on topic here. I know. Get July. Back on yeah, yeah, topic. my bad. <laughs> How dare you get off topic, right, George? So, oh. You got any pet peeves? Yes, you. Yeah, well, besides Oh, you. oh, I'm sorry. George. I know my pet peeve as a ref is the shirts not being tucked in and them wearing different colored shoes. Yeah, you were not tucked in mm-hmm. walking around. Yeah, I didn't I give a like, shit. Nobody, no fans were in the crowd. Who cares? I was. Yeah, but you're not a fan. Um, I would say either if we're sticking with referees, I would say referees that wear jeans or that wear if. You wear glasses, have some kind of a strap or something to keep them secure to your head because if they fly off, then the entire match should be thrown out at that point because you can't trust the referee. And what oh, he would heal. But, um, <laughs> right. Yeah, um, there's, I mean, there's always a way to make it work, too, obviously, it's wrestling. But um, my biggest pet peeve would just be the amount of high school bullshit that... Don't be 12. Yeah, don't be 12, exactly. And there just seems to be, there seems to be a lot of drama and stuff like that, that even if you try not to get sucked into it, sometimes you get sucked into it and it's just it's like why everyone just can't act like an adult remember this as a business and act like it's a goddamn professional is beyond me but and but they want to turn the locker room into a high school locker room half the time and it's just like i mean in all fairness if you go to an indie show half the time it is a high school locker room drama (laughs) drama drama That was a good one. I mean, you do have a point there. (laughs) You do have a point. But it's, they just like, it's, people just seem to be addicted to drama or they want to seem to stir it up and stuff. And it's just like, just let it go. I mean, and there is obviously a place for some of the drama and stuff like the uh this stuff that um Danny has been kicking up the last week or so with ROH and with RBG down in Texas and everything else like that drama unfortunately needs to be brought up and everything but you know then there's then there's like but then there's like the he said she said who's nailing who crap I mean, that it's, just it's all know, about the he, he said he, she said bullshit so it's what it is yes right to quote uh, to quote the great philosopher Fred Durst. Ah! <laughs> but yes. So I think they better quit letting shit slip. Or you're going to be leaving with a fat lip. Uh, <laughs> all right. But yeah. It, it what was be, that? 
Is that what you were looking for? I don't know. I don't know. You yeah, are, we, are we ringing the bell? We're... Give me the bell! Oh. <laughs> are you going to start counting next? Yes, yes, count One, down. two. Bring it back in. <laughs> yeah, I think we went outside the ring. So, so, um. Way outside the ring. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so we got an all question for you, table five. You are the table fifth five. person. Table five. Okay, you're the fifth person. You have to put four people at your table. Okay? Dead, okay. live, whoever. But I want you to pick announcers at being on spots. Okay. Because. Announcers. Yes, announcers. All right. Um, I'd go with David Penzer because he was probably my favorite uh, ring announcer growing up during the Monday Night Wars. I was definitely a uh, WCW kid during the wars. Okay. Um, so I've always liked uh, David Penzer, um, uh, Len Hart from uh, Pride Fighting, the really overly excited lady announcer from Pride Fighting, okay. is probably one of the best ring announcers I've ever heard. And just the way she can generate all that excitement and stuff. Um, uh, Finkel, Finkel has to be at that table. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Gosh, uh, Howard Finkel. He was awesome growing up. Apparently, speaking of yeah. announcers. Mike McGurk is doing a con oh my God, coming Mike up. McGurk. Yeah, Mike McGurk was so good. Um, She's doing a con up in like Connecticut or something like that. I didn't even know she was still around. Don't forget the buffers. Yeah. Yeah, the two buffers. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Bruce and... Now, wait a minute. If we're going that route, Ken Anderson. Oh, he started doing that. Yeah. He's doing boxing announcing. He's doing ring announcing yeah, for boxing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, he got a fourth person. Yeah, there's the Buffer, the Buffer Brothers. Uh, Jimmy Lennon Jr. is a great uh, boxing announcer too. There's another one. He's, All right, he's, fight fans, here we go. What's um, up? I'm sorry. There's another one going around now in the um, bare knuckle one. His name is Brian Sersha. He was. Is a, he doing it? Yeah. Um, what about Shaw Guerrero? Oh, can I finish about Sosha? He he's been an independent wrestler in ECWA back in the day. One of the champions. Yeah, you think you're so smart? And he was a, he went by the name Mark Smart at one point as a wrestler, and then his time disappeared because he went into the radio business and and he did amazing things. And now he's doing bare knuckle uh, fighting, and I'm happy for my friend. Hell yeah! Yeah, go ahead. What about Shaw Guerrero? Isn't she announcing for um somewhere? Wrestling. What? Is it? Woman of wrestling. Yeah, but wasn't she announcing for uh I think it was Vampiro's company. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh she did a couple Lucha of Underground. Uh, okay. Yeah, um, Vampiro ran the show. No, no, that was Melissa Santos. Oh okay. uh, but but I think uh Shaw Guerrero did um one of Vampiro's tapings at the Rio in Vegas and then uh, nothing ever happened with him. Mm. And I think she came up no no Melissa Santos came up to ring announce for um HOH. Oh, yeah. okay. one of the House of Hardcore shows we were yeah. at she was ring announcing. Yeah, she did. Impact also. She was an impact at one point. Yeah, she did impact. Yeah, she was an impact. She started in uh, LU though. Is she? Ain't she with Brian Cage? Yeah, I was gonna say that's where she met Brian and everything. Yeah, that's why she was bringing out on that show. Yes, because (laughs) Brian was there. Brian Cage, yeah, very nice guy. (laughs) I wouldn't want to fuck with him, but he's a nice guy. <laughs> what is your fourth one? Uh, my fourth one, um, I, like, it's either got to be one of the Buffer Brothers or uh, Jimmy Lennon. Okay. So uh, Jimmy Lennon Jr. from, uh, he's a boxing announcer, so it'd be myself, Fink, Len Hart, David Penzer, and then either Michael Buffer or uh, Jimmy Lennon Jr. I can't pick between the two of them. Gotcha, gotcha. We'll, we'll, we'll accept that. <laughs> we'll, we'll accept that. Right. 
when that does happen, then we have to kick somebody out. You're the weakest right. link. Goodbye. Bye. So, do you have a favorite superstar that you like to do their introduction for? Ooh. Um. Oh man, there's. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily like any one person in particular, but there. It's usually the um, the uh, main eventers on a card, or like if we have a big name in the house or something like anyone, any name that I can kind of put some stink on, or like you know, elongate anything like that. Um, I like announcing uh, Gina. Rivera because it gives me a chance to uh, roll my R's and stuff, uh, you know, and, sh- and show that a white boy can be cultured. <laughs> but, um, and, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. And, and um, but, like, anything that, like, kind of lets me put a stink on it, I am all for. Nice. I love Finkel doing the rated R superstar. Yeah. Yes, that's so Super. great. Like, um, he would do really good with Triple H. Like, he would almost sound like he was, like, Tarzan, uh, like, Triple! You know, yeah, <laughs> he's, like, really, you yeah. know. Um, I want to I wanna add one to this, this question. Have you messed up on somebody's entrance? Oh, God, I have. Oh, my God. So many times. And, like... <laughs> Sometimes it'll be things that only I catch. There are other times where, like, I'll get a where like everyone and their brother will know that I fucked up, and they started uh, and they'll start um, laying in on me. Um, <laughs> there was, and luckily it was a taping, so we got to kind of do it again. But there was a time I was introducing Joey Janela, and I. I can't remember. I all I remember is that I didn't say Janella. I think I said Mandela or something. Even he turned around like everything kind of shut down and like you're like, all right, you know, I'm getting I'm getting told in the earpiece. All right, Joe, calm down. Let's try this again. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> so <laughs> we do. Side story for you. Take two. I, I used to bring an announcer. Well, and me and DB have a mutual friend named Paul. And when Paul wrestled, he went by the name of Scotty Vandal. So I'm doing the ring announcement for this place up in Pottstown called PWF, 2002, 2003. And a guy named Matty, Matt Vandal was on the show. So... I'm doing the announcing and I look right at Paul and I do the whole wait and I look at Paul and go, ladies and gentlemen, Maddie Vandal. Paul looks at me and goes, you motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. So, and there's another story that sticks out in my head and it wasn't because I messed up, but it was because I was my buddy was trying to mess me up. I had missed I had missed the show because I got pulled over and there was a, a situation with an unpaid ticket that I thought was paid and so I wound up missing the uh, the show because I was spending my weekend at a hotel with bars in Henderson. But <laughs> long story short... <laughs> Did you get that? He said bars? No. Yeah. Yeah, and so I... Uh, and so we get to the next show, and I'm doing in I'm 
doing the match introduction. My buddy is the heel. Uh, this guy is Sergio Vega. He's already come out. I'm getting ready to introduce the face, and I can't even remember who he was wrestling that night because all I can remember is Sergio in my ear. Like, damn, now I know what Bubba sees in you. Like, he's standing behind me, like, right up on my back. Now I know why Bubba, now I know what Bubba sees in you. You uh, trying to go back? And he's just, like, making every jail joke he can in my ear trying to get me to break while I'm introducing this guy. I get through the introduction. I turn around because I finally have to start laughing. And it's the same thing. I just look at him. I'm like, Sergio, fuck you. <laughs> just, it, it was great. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's really funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I thought I lost you guys for a minute. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're still here. We're still here. We're, at we're... least I think. <laughs> Are Physi- you still physically, here? Physically, at least. <laughs> it's okay. The, right, sometimes we let the little air in. Just, okay, he's done this. Okay, cool. Letting the air in. Oh, my God, George. Oh, gosh. I'm oh, sorry. Why? Yeah, especially with <laughs> how long-winded I am. I get it. So Yeah, well, George is long-winded, too. So have you, like, um, ever had, like, geek out moment like you marked out for a wrestler that was you're introducing um i i definitely um i definitely geeked out uh for tim storm um he came he came out to wrestle uh peter avalon uh nwa title match oh, that's uh awesome. so i geeked out i geeked out on that one um when that on i was NWA first too. yeah yeah um when i first started in the business uh i was geeking out um, I got to introduce uh, Val Venus on basically a weekly basis because he lived out there, so he was working. Um, and then, you know, I found out. Like, I geeked out on introducing Val. Sean Morley is a different case. <laughs> Sean's a little crazy. Um, oh, we see his I geeked out on that. What was that? What? We see his post on Facebook. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, it, it's a great follow if you like watching car wrecks. Like my three favorite, my three favorite follows on Facebook just because of like car wreck and cringe factor. Marty Chinetti, New Jack, and uh, Val Venus. I agree. <laughs> I totally all, agree. Yeah. Yeah. They're all I, cringe for their own different reasons. <laughs> but I, I um, see the Marty Chinetti stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I geek out for I didn't even get to introduce him, but I geeked out. Uh, I got to work with um, Chavo Junior and uh, Conan one time, and that was probably the biggest geek out moment. So yeah, we were talking about Conan like, earlier. Yeah, and it was um, I had just the funny thing is I got to work with both Chavos in one week. I had worked with Chavo Classic that Sunday on a Lucha show, and then five days later I was working with Chavo Jr. <laughs> it was, yeah, so that's probably the biggest geek out was working with Chavo and uh, Conan. So we're going to try something new on our show. We're, okay. There's a game we found, and then I'm going to pick one. All right, are we only doing four? Yes. Yeah, we'll each pick one from our cards. So it's a game called Geek Out, and I'm like, this is kind of this- cool. Is your geek out moment? No, no, no. No, okay, don't, no, okay. Geek out game or something try. like that or something like that. The geek out game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought it was kind of cool. So um, so we're going to just pick out, yes. Okay. So we're going to pick out, out of the list, there's like five questions, but we're going to do one. Mm-hmm. Okay. One um, each. One each. Yeah, one each. And then you're going to tell us whatever they are. If you don't know them, then that's we'll okay. Pass. Yeah. We'll All right. pass. Yeah. Right, we're gonna get George, George first. Go first. Six actors that appear in Batman films. 
six actors that appear in Batman. No, is it any Batman film? Any Batman films? It just says six actors. Okay, any that Batman, okay. Batman films. Any Batman film? I can okay. name twelve off the top of my head. <laughs> um, Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, Chris O'Donnell, uh, Jack Nicholson, Danny DeVito, Tommy Lee Jones. Jim Carrey. Wow. That was eight. That was eight. No, that was in like 10 seconds. Yeah. Did you need to read the rest of them? No. Okay. No, we're doing one each for No, I was just saying. I just didn't want to know what the other ones on the card was. No, we don't. Because we See, might... Now that makes me wonder. If he knew that question, then the question I wanted to ask would be too easy. Go ahead, do it. Yeah. Name four Tim Burton films. Uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yes! Frankenweenie, Batman, and uh, Sweeney Todd, Demon Barber, Fleet Street. Nice. I am a big Tim Burton fan. So and am I. when you said Pee-wee's Big Adventure, I am hyped up right now. It's one of my favorite films. <laughs> and I just got the Pee-wee Herman pop toy. That and he did Batman oh, Returns nice. as well. That I got for 20 Yeah, yeah. And it's like 40 bucks everywhere else. Like... I bid for it, and I won, and I was like, yes! Okay. I, I, I got one non-movie related. Okay. Two video games with a dance theme. Uh, no, Samba de Amigo isn't really a dance theme. Mm. Obviously, there's DDR. That was the first one. thing that came to my mind. <laughs> DDR and Let's Dance. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yep, we'll give it to you. That works. Uh, and one on on DB's card. Okay, I'm 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 playing game right now. Are you trying to ask another one? Well, yes, yeah, one, one of one. each. Yeah, we're doing. Everybody does one. Yeah. Okay. Um. And then, four natural disaster films. Ooh. Four natural disaster films. Uh, the day after tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, does fire count? Because I want to say the towering inferno. Yeah. That. That's. Yeah. That's okay, the Towering Inferno, the Poseidon Adventure, and uh, Volcano. Okay. Do you like that? Was that cool? Was that cool? I, oh, I, yeah. No, that was fun. I love that. Yeah, I love yeah. stuff like that. Dude, See, that- we try to change it up here. We don't want to be your normal wrestling podcast. We want to be different. We want to be different than every other podcast. And that's what gets I, us I've, over. I've been on... This is the fourth podcast I've been on this month, and that's the first time. And even with all the podcasts I've been on prior to this, that's the first time anything like this has come off. This is fresh. I like it. Yeah, we want to get to know you outside of wrestling also, so, you know. Right, that's why we do the stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah, I dig it. We're going to do one more, one more question, and then we're going to have fun. Okay, the last question is road trip story. Any story you can think of, because that's... What I like is road trips. You know what I mean? I'm a road trip guy. I like to drive. Mm-hmm. I like to go places. Do you have a road trip? So, okay. We were, um, oh, there's a couple road trips stories uh, uh your favorite one i think i'll go i think i'll go with the I, i'll go with this one because it's um probably the one that will get me in the least amount of trouble for <laughs> divulging yeah, so when you get a little bit older is, you can tell me that one <laughs> right this is the uh this is the one time i ever brought uh my girlfriend now my ex-girlfriend on the road with me it was me my ex uh, my roommate, uh, Gorgeous Gary Galaxy, and I think he brought his girl with him, too. So we were trying to make just some kind of fancy-ass trip out of it or something. I can't remember the situation. 
but we're we're driving we're in the middle of the desert it is too far away from any kind of rest stop for us to for us to wait so galaxy and i have to have to use a restroom our girls start complaining because you know they don't want to pull over blah 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 and my ex starts bringing up well what happens if there's a snake while you're doing like i've done this a hundred times babe there's not going to be a snake there's never get there's never a snake so we get out there we walk about 50 feet so no one sees us on the road or anything it's uh we go to piss and right away we hear a rattle <laughs> like i have never had to zip up and run back to the car so quick just and we get back both of us just have this look on our face like we can't believe what happened and then they added what happened we're like rattlesnake <laughs> we just, so yeah um there's that one. Uh, there's a time that Gary Galaxy uh, decked one of the boys for hitting on his sister <laughs> in front of an entire in front of an entire bar. He okay, so yeah, he left. He left his phone number in my in Galaxy's sister's room in her underwear drawer. So oh. we're driving. We're driving up to the show. My buddy's mother, because the sister was still living at the mom's house, she was like 18 or something at the time, calls up my buddy, tells him where the uh, where the phone number was left. He lets, and so Galaxy lets the dude get through the whole show without knowing that he knows what happened. Waits until we get to the bar, tells everyone in the bar what's going to happen at uh, after last call. So... Everyone gets, and like when I say everyone in the bar, I mean everyone in the bar. We get out to the parking lot. There's like a circle, like 10 people deep. Like no one's getting into this thing. Uh, Galaxy calls out uh, the dude that <laughs> left his number. This son of a bitch left his phone number in my sister's underwear drawer and then just fucking cracks him in the jaw. Like, and I mean, to Kyle's credit, he took it like a man. He took it right to the face and everything, but just the fact that he got the entire bar out there to watch it. That's too funny. Oh, gosh. So, we we do have a story. I had to send you sign guy Dudley's interview. Before we wrap up, is there any, like, social media or anything? Oh, yeah. Like, blog? Thank you. Good question. Oh, my gosh. Oh, um, yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that works. Um, you can check us, you can check out uh, Primo's Premier Pro Wrestling on Facebook and Instagram. I am on Twitter at JV Vernola. I that is also my Instagram tag. I believe I'm not very active on those or as active as I should be, but I will start picking up on those. Um, but definitely check out Primo's Premier Pro Wrestling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. What family? What about it? Oh, oh. okay. Um, he wanted me to say this because. Yes, we oh. do it for the end of the show anyway. Um, when you come on to the 2300 Wrestling Podcast, you become part of the family, so welcome to the family. Uh, great, glad to be a part of the family. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And this has been the... Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. And this has been the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. I'm Dave Keener alongside D.B. Richards, and we'll see you in, in the, the ring. ring. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I'd also like to thank J.B. Vernoli for coming on the show today. Thank you. Uh, thank, thank you guys for having me. It was a blast. This is J.B. Vernola, and you are listening to the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. Uh, this is J.B. Vernola inviting you to check out Primo's Premier Professional Wrestling on Instagram, Facebook, and our video archive on YouTube. We have some great names there, including D.H. Smith, former NWA Tag Team Champion Royce Isaacs and more. Check it out today.